0: For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is a Turning Point. Today, run, hide, fight. Let's just begin to frame the issue of gun safety with the known facts. First, there are more guns than people in the United States. Next, the Michigan State University killings brought the total number of 2023 mass killings employing firearms—that's two or more victims—to 67 as of this writing, but don't hold me to that number. It will have increased by the time you hear this, since there's at least one incident a day that involves the killing of more than two people. This is the only country in the world where this happens and yet the powers that be, exclusively on the right, insist that there is nothing that anyone can do. We appear to be locked in what California Governor Gavin Newsom called a suicide pact with the Second Amendment. And I know that there are many people out there who hate him and discount anything he says. But come on, that's a pithy observation, regardless of its source. Parents are afraid to let their children go to school, and kids themselves are afraid to go. They're not stupid. The vast majority, now 90% of Americans, are in favor of a thorough background check. But Republicans in Congress, who are beholden to the gun manufacturers and their lobby, the National Rifle Association, won't even let Congress debate the issue. How is that for effective partisan gerrymandering? So this is not a both-sides-do-it problem. This deadly, tragic mess lies bleeding at the feet of the Republican Party exclusively. On January 31st, Virginia Republican State Senator Mark Obenshain said, You know how many children are dying across Virginia because of fentanyl poisoning? A heck of a lot more than are dying at the hands of guns. Well, that is, according to the independent fact-checker PolitiFact, A pants-on-fire lie. Eugene Robinson is an opinion writer and the associate editor of the Washington Post. He wrote, Right now, we have one center-left party, that's the Democrats, and one flaming hot mess of ego, resentment, and paranoia, unquote. Readers here know that I'm no fan of false equivalences. I know both sides do it is sometimes true, but objectively false here. It is only Republicans from state houses to the Capitol in DC who are saying that we can't pass the universal background checks that 90% of us want, that we can't pass the red flag laws that 80% of us want, and that we can't pass legislation keeping weapons of war out of the hands of 18 year olds let alone the total ban on assault rifles that 60% of Americans want. One of their classic dodges is the idea that right after a mass shooting is not the time to talk about mass shootings. That's the time to grieve and not politicize. The obvious problem with that is that when there is a mass shooting every day, it's never the appropriate time to talk about mass shootings. Ooh, how convenient. There's some very sick logic to that non-approach. You know, it's now 10 years since Sandy Hook Elementary School, where 26 first graders, teachers, and staffers were slaughtered. And five years since Parkland, Florida's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School was the site of 17 murders. And of course, it's not just schools, or grocery stores, or big box retailers, shopping malls, or nightclubs. As Riverside, California learned, even the office party isn't safe anymore. It's not as if the Republican Party hit the zenith of nincompoopery and is on its way back from its trip to crazy town. No, in fact, the inmates now run the asylum because Kevin McCarthy, the new speaker of the House, needed her so he could gain power. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she of the Jewish space lasers and election conspiracy fantasies, is the second most powerful Republican in Congress. Her colleague in the kooky caucus, Lauren Boebert, advocates violence at every turn. I am the first to say that the country needs a functioning conservative party. There's much to be said for a loyal opposition and nothing to be said for a disloyal one. It is often said that government's fundamental job is to protect us from enemies both foreign and domestic. But that task has fallen to only one party. The one that's protecting Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, health care, books, public education, and women's reproductive rights. Because the founders could not possibly have known that the muskets of their day would evolve into the assault rifles of ours, I personally favor rewriting the Second Amendment, but I know that's a non-starter. So this is our new normal, but there's nothing normal about it. If you are a Republican, I hope you hate this essay, not because a liberal wrote it, but because you recognize in it the party that has left you behind. We are begging you, Republicans, please do something for Progressive Voices. I'm John Senton. Progressive Voices' John Sinton has written a continuing series called A Turning Point that touches on politics, culture, and media. You can hear the short essays in the on-demand section of progressivevoices.com and on the PV app. The Progressive Voices audience has grown to nearly a million regular listeners. Unfortunately, so have our operational costs. We feel it's important to protect the very limited commercial nature of the stream. So to keep up with these costs, we need your financial help. If you want to continue enjoying great shows like Randy Rhodes, Stephanie Miller, Tom Hartman, Leslie Marshall, and so many others on the free mobile Progressive Voices platform, please go to ProgressiveVoices.com and press the donate button right now.